Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Good Risings. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. This week, we have been talking about the concept of bids for connection and the important response to bids for connection, which is turning towards. What turning towards means is that when somebody makes a bid or an attempt to connect with you, you respond to it. It's as simple as that. Sometimes the response is a big response, and sometimes it's enough to just glance at the person. Today, I want to share with you the importance of bids for connection and turning towards those attempts for connection in the parent-child relationship. Now, as I mentioned, initially this was studied among romantic partners, but what we've been talking about this week is how it plays out in our communities, in our workplaces, and today in our families with our children. Now, before we talk about bids for connection, let's talk about the two types of bids that people might make. This isn't just child-based, adults make these types of bids as well. People make positive bids for connection and they make negative bids for connection. Positive bids for connection are pro-social. That means that the bid is done in a way that gets a positive response. So this might be using a sense of humor. It might be asking for a hug. It might be sharing a story. It might be pointing out something in the room that you think is beautiful. It might be bringing you something to drink so that they can connect with you. Here, mommy, here's a bottle of water. I thought you would be thirsty. Those are pro-social bids for connection. Now, we have these other types of bids for connection that get a negative response. So the desire for connection is still there, but the way that the attempt to get it is made often doesn't get a very positive response. And yet, some connection, some attention is still gotten. Sometimes people call these bids attention-seeking and they call them attention-seeking in a way that has a negative connotation. You're so attention-seeking. Now, the reality is, is that they are attention-seeking, right? But instead of shaming that or putting it down, maybe the thing we want to understand is why would somebody make bids or attempts to connect with us in a way that gets our negative attention instead of in a way that gets our positive attention. Now, if my kid makes a pro-social bid for connection and they say, mommy, I thought you'd be thirsty, here's some water. Or they say, hi, mommy, you look so pretty. I love your dress today. Or can I give you a hug? They're gonna get some positive attention from me. I'm going to say, oh my gosh, thank you so much for that water. That was so thoughtful that you did that. So I'm turning towards them. I'm turning towards their bid. Or, thank you so much for noticing my dress, honey. Yeah, I I really like this dress too. I just got it at the store. You know what? I really like the shoes you picked out today. Those look really nice with your outfit. So again, I'm responding to their bid. Those types of bids get that type of response. 
Now, if my kid comes up to me and whacks me with something or dumps something on the floor while staring at me across the room, and if anybody's had toddlers before, you might recognize these attempts to connect as being something that maybe your toddler has done. Or they knock something off the table to make a big bang. And then they get your attention and they have a little smirk or they have a little smile. But your attention isn't usually, wow, honey, that was a really great bang. Or, you know what? Mommy really liked that you just whacked me with something. What we tend to do is we tend to respond to that with a response. So we turn towards it, but we tend to respond in kind with a negative response. Why are you making all of that noise? Cut it out. Come over here. Talk to me. You need to go to your room. But we still turn towards the bid. Now, there's a lot of different reasons that kids make different types of bids. The most common being is that they're kids and they're just trying to figure out life and they're trying to figure out how does the social world work. And so sometimes they're going to get our attention by saying, something really nice or cute or funny. And sometimes they're going to get our attention by being a little naughty. Both of these things are very normal because children just want the connection and attention and attachment of their parents. Sometimes though, over time, what children notice is they notice what works the best. And so for some children, if they notice that when they've made the bids for connection that are more about humor, love, connection, helping, and those don't get a big response, then they might start doing the other types of bids more often, noticing that it gets a bigger response, right? It doesn't really matter what kind of response it gets, it's the fact that it gets a response. So with many kids that might just start out doing both, because that's what kids do. Over time, some children might do more and more and more of the naughty stuff. And I'm a parent, and so I'm going to be the first to say that we have had periods of time in my household where my child has figured out that if they do a little bit more of the naughty stuff, that they're going to get more attention than they get when they're doing the good stuff. Because when they're doing the, quote, good stuff, mommy might not really say much about it because mommy might be thinking, okay, that's great. They're over there doing this thing. I'm going to use that time to get some work done or to clean the house or whatever it is. But when my kid throws something off of the table while they're coloring a picture, that gets my attention. So what do we do with this? What do we do with something that most of the time is a completely normative development, especially in the toddler years, of children making attempts to connect and testing the waters with which type of attempt gets them the most connection, whether that type of connection is being yelled at or that type of connection is getting a hug. Something that we can do is we can start to turn those bids, those quote negative bids for connection into a positive experience. I know it sounds backwards. You might be thinking, why would I make that a positive experience? If I make it a positive experience, then they're going to do it more. That's not really what happens though. What happens is that kids model themselves after us. And so if we respond in a way that helps change that interaction into something that is playful, respectful, whatever it is, 
then over time, our kids are also going to know that they can interact with us from the first time in that way. And I'm not talking about things that really need correction. So I'm not talking about hitting or anything that's dangerous or truly is going to damage things, right? But what I am talking about are those moments that my kid has quote, accidentally knocked their cup over and then kind of smirked at me. What we can do is we can play with that a little bit and we can see that as an attempt for connection and we can offer the positive connection. Oh my goodness gracious, your water must have just grown legs and tripped. How did it end up on the floor? If I say something like that, my kid's gonna say, no, mommy, glasses don't have legs. What are you talking about? Oh, they must have legs because my, you would never, you would never knock a glass over. So it it must have fallen off the table. No, it didn't fall off the table. As you're playing, your kid is gonna start playing with you too. And in that, they're gonna start soothing themselves and feeling connected to you. And then you can offer correction. Honey, I know you were just trying to connect with me. Let's let's try to wipe this up and then, hmm, I wonder if we could think through what we could do next time if you wanna be playful with mommy because this was a little bit of a mess, wasn't it? Your kid's gonna say, yeah, it was a mess. And it took us some time to clean up, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And and we didn't get to color your picture because we had to clean up the mess instead. So what are some ideas? What are some things that we can think up for the next time that you want mommy to come play with you instead of knocking over water? This is actually not only responding to the bid for connection in a positive way when what they were expecting was a negative response, but what it's also doing is it's helping children develop problem solving skills. I used to work in schools and we used a program called I Can Problem Solve. And something that we learned was really important to to do with children was to help them think through things that didn't go as well as they should have and to really think about next time and some ideas, some different ways that we might deal with this next time. A really fun way to do this with kids is to think about some silly ways you could deal with it. So next time you want mommy's attention, instead of knocking water, maybe you could pretend like you're flying. What do you think about that? Or, hmm, instead of knocking over water next time, maybe you could get up and you could dance. So thinking about some funny, silly solutions for the next time can also help them to get geared towards some new ideas for connecting with you when they try to. And it also helps them to become more used to and to have the modeling that they need so that they can start to make more and more and more positive bids for connection and begin to leave behind the types of bids that they're making that are a little bit more shocking or upsetting. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and you can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. We love to hear from you, so please take a moment to leave us a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones, and when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out.
We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom.fm app, the podcast player from the future. Go to Fathom.fm slash Good Risings, ask questions, and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.